All this music in my ear gets me home for the night. No spicy on the regular. Made it. Let's try to sit. I think I'm Amen, amen. Welcome back, guys. Shaking a podcast here. King Sully, your host with the most. And I got my boy right here. You already know, man. Big Jigger, man. We're here. The biggest. <laughs> and we got a special guest. That's yet again. We keep the guests rolling, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my boy, Nas. Nas. What's going on, yo? What's up, man? Thanks Thank for coming you for on. coming on, man. We appreciate it. No, appreciate it. it. Appreciate and coming on. Hey. We got a lot to talk about today. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Long <laughs> list. We're going to get into list. it. Yeah, yeah, for but sure. before we start, listen, guys. We're doing well. We're doing well, man. We're making a, we're making a real jump. Yeah, we're making a stride for real, bro. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube yet, subscribe. You're sleeping. Like, comment. Come on, man. <laughs> the... the we post every day. We literally post every day now. Stop sleeping on us. Instagram, we post every day. Stop sleeping on us. TikTok, <laughs> we post every day. Stop sleeping on us. Hey. Stop sleeping on us, guys. Apple, They're podcast, and Spotify. We're here, guys. Every week, for the most part. For the most part, yeah. For, <laughs> for sure. the most part, every week, we're, we're here. And holidays, we're, we're there, you know? Christmas, like, you're going to see us. Bro. We're still like, grinding. We're not taking no days off. I lied, we're taking a day off, but <laughs> you're not going to know. <laughs> yeah, but... Here we are, right? Yeah, here we are, man. We got Nas here. Yes, sir. And this is Nas. Uh, mm. Tell the people a little about yourself. So, my name is Nas. Um, I'm a professional dancer, entrepreneur. I've gotten the opportunity to travel around the world with what I do... So my styles when it comes to dance are dancehall and afro. I started in hip-hop. But we'll get into that a little bit later. Ooh. Damn. Yeah, controversial. Yeah. Um, I've been in the game for over <laughs> 10 plus years. I've been dancing my whole life. Um, I'm a big fan of music, culture, food. Yeah, living life. Enjoying life, you know? That's a bless. That's a bless. So, since you're enjoying life... <laughs> Let the people know, you know, we, we got something called the shaking a segment. I've heard. Yeah. So. <laughs> some questionable people on the channel, bro. Yeah. <laughs> some real questionable people. Shout out to everybody that, you know. Yes, sir. Everyone's shaking it a little bit somehow. So give us something. Let us know when you've been shaking it, someone, something. Anything, bro. Well, let, me, let me ask you guys a question. Yes, okay. sir. How would you describe shaking it? Is it like in terms of your life or just anything in general? I mean, it's we're shaking it in yeah. our lives. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely interchangeable, but, I, but yeah, yeah, you know, like yeah, definitely shaking it. Like what can I say? Right? My life shaking it every day. I don't know. Every day. Is What's that saying? We try to get one percent better. Try to every get one percent yeah. better every day. You that's know? what that's what I was reading. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm doing that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Okay, yeah. So it's interchangeable. That's what I would say. Uh, mm. We're definitely, you know. We're not where we want to be, but What's hey, coming? taking steps. Too. Definitely, man. One percent, half a percent a day, and we're, we're you know, we're doing That's all right. Growth. For sure. Progress, never perfect. Yes, sir. Um, shaking it, I would say, like, like COVID really got me to realize a lot of, like, the important things in life and take away all the superficial shit. Like, take away Instagram, take away expensive things or like things that people just want to like showboat and stuff Mm. when you strip it all down can you sit in a room and realize your own self-worth that it doesn't define you to do anything other than just be yourself and i think like 
coming out of COVID, because I would, prior to me, like, doing what I do now, which is more, like, on the social media branding side and, like, doing videography, cinematography, I would be teaching almost 23 hours, 20 to 30 hours a week, performing a ton. And, like, COVID literally went from 100 to, like, maybe 5%, which is the online stuff. But even the online stuff don't feel the same. It's like you you don't feel the presence. And, like, that's how I grew up, feeling the other person's energy in the room as they're right in front of you. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, But that's one of the biggest lessons that, like, you have to be comfortable with where your life wants to go and don't fight against it. Like, just go with the flow. If certain opportunities come up, if they don't question who you are, then take that challenge. Right. And like the last two years, three years have really challenged me in that way to transition from like doing the professional dance side to almost not really doing it. Like I still tour, I still do performances, take classes. I don't really teach anymore, but like it's a very different monster to kind of rejig your whole entire life into another industry that Mm -hmm. I've seen, but I wasn't necessarily like as involved as I should be. So I would say that's what's kind of shaking it. Wow. Damn, yeah. <laughs> yo, some next level deep yeah, shit. Yeah, that was th- that was thought provoking yeah, for sure. That's what yeah, that's, yeah. That might be, that might be the greatest the best shaking the segment. <laughs> yeah, we've ever had. We've ever had. Remember that, our boy Nas, man, <laughs> yo, dropping man. gems. You gotta, you gotta really appreciate the little things, man. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. Just like us. <laughs> gotta appreciate. Follow, subscribe, things. reshare. Hey. <laughs> Plug so, it. so Jelani, so we're happy like we take the bus every day? Yeah, we have to be, right? We have to be right now, man. You know? <laughs> There's some circumstances that the bus, people don't even know. Uber, Uber X. And then maybe mm. judge. <laughs> okay. Maybe. Perspectives. Yeah. Driving, man. There's some shit that the people don't know yet, so it's okay. We'll get into it one day when we bring the car person on. But anyways. <laughs> we take the transit, y'all. see, man, it's economical, TTC. you know, it gets us from A to B, and we're here, right? Nah, they, they gotta fix up, though. But that's another story for another time. That's a different shaking. That's story. a different shaking, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yo, nice, man. Mm. You're a dancer, mm. greasy waistline. <laughs> Let the people know how you developed that. Let them know mm. how you started dancing, yeah, what man. age, A to Z, beginning, yeah. yeah, A to Z. A to Z. A to, a to Z. 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 Sorry, we're Canadian. A to Z. Oh, is that what it is? Apparently. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he's, he's right. He's right, though. <laughs> really? Z, yeah. Oops. And like the U, because Canadians, we always put U like flower. No, that's like, not like a bad uh, one. Like a uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or color. We have the U. We have the U, yeah. yeah. That, it, what the, so when I try to like type emails and I put that, it always it's tells me like sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong. Yeah. And it's, yeah. <laughs> Canada. <We're>, yeah. Canada. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but to walk you through, like, I've probably been dancing my whole life. Like, I came to Canada when I was six and a half, seven. I'm Ukrainian. Like, that's that's my nationality. All the shit that's kind of happening there now. But um, I know it's got heavy. We don't know shit about that. So, I mean, if you want to talk about it, you could. We don't know nothing. That's some next level. <laughs> Let's just say we're, we're, we're in war and got invaded by the ones that are east of us. Um, <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I've, I've been dancing my whole life. A lot of, like, the Caribbean culture was introduced to me, like, in grade six and seven. Um, Like, it was a lot of close friends of mine. Like, I went to a school dance, and they were just playing it. And I saw people, like, grinding and not really dancing per se, but I just fell in love with the music first. And that's what kind of, like, captured my attention. And as I transitioned from elementary school to high school, 
my body just kind of gravitated more towards that movement. And like my friends around me, that would be Jamaican, Trini, some Ghanaian and Nigerian, but not too, too much at first. Um, they would introduce me to like going to all age parties um, where I would be like literally the minority, like one of two white guys in the whole entire place. Yeah. And it's a very humbling experience to like sit back and watch and enjoy the culture, do what it does, and then slowly kind of get used to it and all that stuff. Um, so first it came the music and then I one of my friends suggested that I would slowly start to like take my freestyling even though I don't think it was very good um I learned how to do the wave that that, that was a plus <laughs> in high school like, like this one yeah <laughs> but honestly like it's that type of stuff like a lot of people yeah. say like Michael Jackson is like their their inspiration True. I wasn't accustomed to Michael Jackson seeing him dance because like my parents never really showed me that side of it and they were very ignorant to it Mm-hmm. But for me to be around friends, that's like we would just kind of like fuck around a little bit, yeah, and just slowly start to freestyle. And then one of them suggested like, "Oh, join a studio just so you can kind of learn how to do choreography." Started with hip hop. I did that for two years, kind of hated it. And then oh, really? It was just like it was like one of those studios where you go to competitions, oh. and it's just like that type of vibe it just wasn't for so you me. think you could dance that shit right yeah it's weird <laughs> but it's like but it's, you know what it is like it's like yeah. um going to like going to high school and seeing like those showcases and stuff mm. but like on a bigger scale True. and but then eventually it just felt corny to me like it didn't feel like i fit in because mm-hmm. i would go to all these parties where it's just raw but then you have like all these very uppity people and they're just there's no there's no soul to the movement right and then Transitioning from that, I joined one dance company after another dance company. I did like theater shows where it was more on like on the dance tip. Um, I started like shout out Tabby Rockstar, like my best friend. He's the one that really introduced me and Trevor Brown, his manager at the time. Um, shout out y'all. They introduced me to like the the authentic side of dance hall when it comes to movement True. and like really understanding that it's a way of expressing yourself, but also there's not a right or wrong way, but there's a way where it just makes sense. Like if you're Willie Bouncing, Nalinga, when those songs come on, there's an essence to it. Like you kind of have to sit back and pay attention before you can just do it. Because if somebody's just doing it just to have fun, it's good. But if you want to do it more on the professional side, you kind of have to really pay attention to like the nuances and like how to properly match somebody next to you. Because then you look like it's just like too people that just like bump, bouncing into each other. It just mm-hmm. it feels off. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, but dancing with them, getting opportunities to touch stages like at the Mod Club. I've performed all over the city and like even in the States, Thailand, Japan, um, Netherlands, Costa Rica, Ghana, Africa. Uh, probably a bunch more that I'm probably missing. Wow. French Guinea. If I think of more, I'll let you know. But, um, <laughs> yeah. But it's it's that transition of, like, going from point A to point B and just kind of, like, meeting the right people at the right time, seeing who are the working choreographers, transitioning from doing, like, the hip-hop shit into the dance hall stuff, into meeting AC Mensa, which has been a massive influence on me doing Afro. Um, and she's the one that introduced a lot of us. Shut up. Even though they, they were doing it for from time, Cramps, Percy, Quasi, uh, Eds, Greg Samba. I'm probably missing a whole bunch of other people. 
Shout out all y'all. Yeah, real yeah, shit. Yeah. Shout, shout out, out to all of y'all. Shout out all of y'all. I'm having to like think a thousand times over. But yeah, it's like the journey kind of went from the high school tip of just freestyling mm-hmm. to dancing for a bunch of different companies to then meeting certain people that just so I just slowly started to work with um, and getting certain opportunities to be a dancer in dance hall music videos and like performing. And then it just kept one after another after another to the point where like it got me here where I can honestly say like, like a close friend of mine, I always talk about this. If I were to go tomorrow, I would feel proud of what impact I've left on the world. I like within myself. So that's a big step of mine, but yeah, that's that's the gist of. Jeez, the journey, eh? That's yeah, dope. That's crazy, bro. That's crazy. So like, <clears throat> it started with the the dance hall, mm. and then it got into the Afro later. Yeah. Cause, like, even when I think of it, like musically, mm. dance hall was always a thing. You know, you had like Vibes Cartel. <laughs> free up nah I don't even know if I should be saying that but. he's still making music he got <laughs> his own recording yeah, studio still, in there yeah. it's actually crazy <laughs> yeah. I find that actually ridiculous but hey man music's still free bomb. world boss <laughs> <laughs> but now it's like yo, it's like the Afrobeats that, that's the one right now yeah it took over mm. it really did take over who like you did you fall in love with the music first like in terms of yeah when you got into the Afro stuff like you felt like you like the music first. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. I like I'm I had a very unique situation because like a lot of the people around me, outside of the dance hall side, and like when I say dance hall, I don't mean just like studio stuff. Like I've been going to to dance hall parties, not the stuff that lets like downtown, like like banquet hall where it's themed and like there's specific things and it's some of the best selectas in the city where you feel the energy in the room. And like mm-hmm. you see the people that literally grew up in it. And have either started to like do their own parties. It just I surrounded myself with the right people at the exactly right time. And they showed me a way of like me and Tabby would literally go to like three, four parties within a week and going to to one after another to this one to like the after hours stuff. It just it's literally just a long party that opens your eyes to a lot of the cultural stuff. Um for the Afro scene, it was all... To me, like, dance is always about the music. Like, dance wouldn't be anything without the music. You can't just do random movement because it just wouldn't make any sense because it has to create a vibe. Dance hall is what kind of create curated a lot of the sounds that we hear now. Like, even Justin Bieber's... Um, one of his albums was so heavily influenced by dance hall. Um, I don't remember which one. Oh. I actually didn't even know that. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But it, sound, with, it sounds uh, dance hall. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a okay. lot of those songs, that those are True. dance hall beats. Those are rhythms Damn. that they that were sampled, but they made more pop, mm-hmm. right? So it's more commercialized. Of course, of course. Um, but no, there's been so many artists have kind of like bridged the gap, and Afro beats has always been around there. Um, there's now there are differences in terms of Afro music. When you go to the UK, there's a very specific way and sound to it. When you go to parts of France, when you go to Ivory Coast. There's so many different styles. When it comes to dance hall, there's dance hall movement. Mm-hmm. But when you go to, let's say, Ghana, it's Azonto. That, that's the style. Yeah, it is. Azonto, of, yeah. But there's specific songs that were that. way popular, like 15, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. that if you go to any type of Ghanaian wedding, they're or, doing that. Yeah. They're doing that. Yeah, it's true. been around, and it's so popularized within their cultures. It's just mm-hmm. now it's come to the forefront of music. Like Burna, Wiz, uh, Davido, 
Omale, um, Rima. Rima. There, there's so many wow. artists that have kind of bridged the gap between doing collaborations with more popularized artists mm-hmm. that they kind of get us to hear it more. Yeah, I feel like uh, it's a shame that that's kind of what they have to do though. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> never trying to hear uh, <laughs> Selena Gomez <laughs> on, uh, what, what's that track called? Calm Down? Calm Down by Rima. Yeah. I think she was on the remix and I'm like, okay, I get it. But yo, you don't it's like not it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not it. Like, uh-huh. it. It doesn't fit the vibe, at least for me. Right. But I get it. But it put it puts them on. It puts and them it, on heavily. And like, it puts them on to radio stations. Like that one true. song. Um, uh, you ever heard Mona Lisa? And then Chris Brown did a remix and it like, it hit. Or the Ed Sheeran song, I'm Peru. I remember. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a DML Fireboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that song like a year before Ed Sheeran got on it. And then yeah. now you hear it everywhere across the charts. Yeah. And like, I love the original. He just basically opened the door to him having like global More awareness. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't think it's a bad thing for music. It's not. But it's not as authentic. Some people. Well, some it, d- people it depends. It depends. Yeah. Okay. Like Ed Sheeran, I would say, is one of the artists that like he actually takes the time to understand the cultural side and he doesn't like just do a song where it sounds corny. Mm. Like there was there's an artist that I don't remember his name. He actually did a collab song. He went to Ghana for I think a few weeks and learned Twi, which is the, like one of the national dialects. And did the whole song, like his own verse in it. But he learned the dialect and really tried to like, tried to show appreciation for it. It's not like you picking up a couple of like Spanish words and automatically just, it sounds off. (laughs) You're by yourself in your room and then you're just doing reggaeton music. Yeah. Like somebody from the culture would be like, that's disrespectful. Like you're not even like sitting there listening to the artist or like. Taking the time to like appreciate what's really going on. Because I think. Of the actual culture. No, real. Yeah. Like, respect comes from being there and trying to digest it rather than just, like, trying to educate yourself. Because it feels selfish. It's like you're scared of them to try to, like, learn from somebody else. But then you want to utilize that to try to benefit yourself. Like, you're, you have to somehow give back to the community that, like, of course. you know? Like, a lot, of, a lot of the accolades that I've gotten were because of my African, Jamaican, or Trini friends. And I try to do my best to try to bridge the gap that, like, I go to those particular events. I try to give back as much as possible so the culture doesn't necessarily feel like I'm just taking for myself and pushing it. Like, I know where the fine line is of certain things I can't do, certain things I can. And wherever it's questionable, like, I go to the people that know best rather than just, like, me making that. Making the decision for yourself. Yeah. And people taking it a certain type of way. And then that's when people feel away. And then they still automatically, like, come to you and say, well, you shouldn't be doing this. And, no, I've already talked to, like, the of people course. that hold me down have known me you for years. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have to. Of course. <laughs> you know, it's a respect thing when it comes down to it. For sure. Well, at least it's not a culture vulture. That's the main thing. You know? But, yeah. I mean, bro, people are probably going to still call you that regardless. Yeah. Yeah. I hope like, not. Yeah. Because to yeah. me, you're not. You know what no. I mean? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, you know how it goes, bro. Because people see things out of context. Like, mm. we're going to make a clip on this video, obviously, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a clip of you saying something that, you know, it's, it's greasy. I, I I agree with it. I re-relate to it. Of course. And then someone, there's going to be a comment. Someone's going to yeah, come yeah, out yeah. there and be like, but he's... But he's white. <laughs> who, who says he's allowed to talk? Bro, 
I have to say, this guy's a better waistline than me, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? <laughs> now, nah, just tell him to watch the episode. We're here yeah, to explain you don't watch the whole stance, episode, you know? Man, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. Damn, man. But, bro, it is what it is, I guess. But the crazy part is the, the people that want to hate, you got to realize, like, if you listen to everybody, you're going to get lost in the sauce. Like, who do you... If I'm doing something in my field... Would I listen to a Joe Blow that's like an accountant that has nothing to do with anything that I do, knows nothing about dance, the industry, goes to a one-two party and just has an opinion, or somebody that's like been doing it way longer than me, understands the nuances of certain things, that know me personally, like, if you entertain those types of conversations, like, everybody will have an opinion. Me being white and be me appreciating the Caribbean culture and the African culture and trying to understand the diaspora, it there, there's a level of like, you have to step back and understand where it comes from, the history behind it. I went to Ghana, like right before COVID happened. We went to the slave castles. Like Jeez. we went to the Gold Coast where over I think two or three million slaves literally were used in that particular castle to get shipped to the States. Like there's a lot of history. Like you literally walk in and you can feel the energy and like you can still smell the stench of like dead bodies there and like me being white and walking around that particular area it hits because people look at me as if like I had a personal impact on that just because mm -hmm. of the color of my skin right and it's a very humbling experience that you kind of have to put your head down and understand that there's a level of culture that will never be erased that needs to be taught and that there's some sort of responsibility to help break those stereotypes and to challenge racism where I see it. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's that's like the fine line between it. Now this conversation is getting like really deep right it's now. It's got mad deep. Yeah, know, I about know, to say, supposed man. to cover this at the end. I know, I know. Okay, no, no, we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like, we all have a responsibility to kind of challenge that. Like, Definitely. I'm not going to lie. I've had friends that from, from high school or just like, we, we grew up. Like, we used to play, like, video games when we were younger and stuff that still to this day will say ignorant things. But I have to check them. Because I can't yeah, let that... Like, course. when a lot of my friends are from the culture, if anybody were to come up to them, they would challenge it. But if I don't do that, then I feel like a shitty person. Like, you have to take it on the chin and be like, no, you're wrong. And if you don't change up, we're going to have issues. Yeah. You know? And it's like, yeah. it's that type of double standard that you kind of have to apply to yourself that if I'm going to get all these benefits from being white and getting attention from dancing the way that I dance or just even like my mannerisms, when I come into a dance hall party or just any type of thing, I'm the quiet one. But people find that intimidating because it's like they expect me to be loud. Interesting. Right? Mm -hmm. And just doing the most. I'm not. I'm, You're just chilling. Yeah. But that, that's, that's the way that I perceive that culture to be. Just like... Don't do too much because then what's the point of you standing out and just like enjoy yourself? You know, like we went out um, like what, like two, three months ago? Two, three months ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah and like that was the first time you guys actually saw me yeah. and like um, I think it was Rich that told me like, yo, I was expecting you to just like go off the whole night. Yeah. No. Chill. Chill. Yeah. Get the team wasn't trying to show off. Nothing. Yeah, bro. Like, you know. But that's that's the vibe of it. Like some people, they just, they get so excited by the music and they just go. Yeah. Which sometimes like which is okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just be mindful like, just pay attention <laughs> mm. if reggae's coming on don't don't just 
relax. Don't go crazy. Yeah. Don't jump on a 14-foot speaker. And yeah. Have a girl spot out the bottom like that. <laughs> Hit it with the fucking... With some move, dog. Hit it with the elbow drop from the top. Save that for Street Fighter. <laughs> oh, man. So would you say you're you're more, like, meek growing up? Like, you're more calm? Yeah, I've always... Naturally, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not, like, a loud, rowdy... No. Nah. I... Like, from a young age, because I was always, like, the odd man out. Hmm. Like, ironically enough, like, almost, like, the black sheep in every single circle. I've always been a minority my whole life wow. when it comes to it. Like, I went to school for fashion, which was predominantly women. Women, yeah, yeah for, for sure, sure, yeah. And, like, I worked in corporate, like, Winners Marshall's Home Sense head office for almost, like, three and a half years, which it was, like, a balance between it. But a lot of the people that I work with were primarily women. But then, like, the higher-ups, like, the VPs, D, uh, DMs, DMMs, all men. All men. Right, so it's like it's, it's always been that <laughs> that dynamic. Kinda, yeah, right? it, it switched a little bit now, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we know for sure now it's switching up. <laughs> you can't hold that shit down now, nah, right? Um, but yeah, like you have to figure out how to play your role. Have you guys seen that um, on Math Hoffa when Fat Joe? Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. The, the interview? Yeah, yeah, And he, and he yeah, talked yeah. about, like, yo, did you feel a way when Khaled, like, literally took the forefront? Like, you put him on. Don't quote me. I don't know if you can no, no, see no. that. I, yeah, I'll chime in. I know exactly what you're talking True. about. But he said, that. like, play your role. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, how did it feel to be number two? And he's like, what's wrong with that? Like, somebody has to be number two in order to, like, when Khaled's going, I'm watching his back. Mm-hmm. And, like, when it's my time, he's in my booth supporting me. Like, not everybody can be the head honcho at the exact same time. And that's where, like, egos slowly start to do this. Clash. Yeah. It's like you talking and then automatically he chimes in. And it's like, wait, hold on. Like, I didn't even finish my thought. And it's just like <laughs> egos start going at it. Of course. Yeah. Right? And not enough people understand that dynamic where, chill. Yeah. Like, relax. Like role, yeah. It's like 50 Cent G-Unit, man. 50 Cent is the guy. But Lloyd Young ba- Buck was there. Tony Young Yeo. Buck was there. <laughs> Lloyd Banks. Tony Yeo was there, bro. Shout out Tony Yeo. Though. That guy's one of the realest guys. But yeah. the man's like, yo, listen. I don't mind having to hold the door for the man. Like, he's the guy. He's, I'm getting my, my dollars because of this guy. I am who I am. I am where I am because That's of this him. man. Yeah. You just got to sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Bullshit. People don't really have to take over everything, you know? No, but you can't. it's an ego thing for sure, bro. Men. <laughs> Man, real shit. Good. Yeah, real shit. You have to be. You have to stay in your lane. Yeah, bro. Unless you feel like you're better, then you just leave that environment and try your own thing. But for sure, you know. But, most but, people, but even with that, like people feel like that. You know, when they do, when they think they're so sick, and but then there's they, a there's a right way to go about yeah. something. Like oh, that. yeah, exactly. yeah, true, yeah, true, yeah, true. Like <laughs> you can't just get up and be like. But, Fuck you, y'all. But, better than you, dog. Like, but I'm you. about to start my own podcast. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. King Sully podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, y'all, that's how you're going to do it? Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, no, that's not, that's the right way. Yeah, you, you have, have to end combo. things gracefully for sure. 100%, yeah, yeah. bro. Don't burn Unless you're just crazy and you're like, bun it. Or yeah. unless it's a beef thing. Yeah. yeah. It depends. It depends on the man's psyche, dog. I don't know. Even if it's a beef thing, though, when it comes to like business, there really should be a way to like handle shit. But people don't see it like that because they get their emotions, the emotions too involved. Too oh, yeah, like, for sure. Bro. I don't want this person to do better than me because I put them on. Mm. If anything, you don't know what's going to happen in 10, 15 years. If that person gets bigger, your shit falls off, and then they give you that, that they, handout. They say, yo, you They're helped gonna, me when I was in need. I'm going to help you. Yeah. yeah. But if you let the ego speak, it's like, well, you already burned that bridge in the first place. Like, right, you have to right. keep it cordial to an extent. Yeah. 
unless if obviously certain things happen, but then it's okay to be like, you know what? This burn the bridge. I'm not talking to you. We're not going to be affiliated. I still have love for you. I want all the best, but we're just, uh, there's a wall and that's it. There's no door towards it. True. Um, we kind of have to leave it like that. Facts. I don't wow. know. Oh, hold up, hold up. Before you start... I gotta drink my Starbucks. Okay, sick, sick. Okay, before we start. Uh, every 30 minutes or so, we kind of, like, cut the camera because sometimes this shit overheats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is our little grace break period. Yeah. But, yeah, this is good shit. Fucking... It got great. mad deep, eh? This is great. Going viral in Mr. Vegas. That's the last two topics. Oh, man. Already, yeah? Oh, Whenever you're ready, fam. That was a half hour? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, bro. Now you're good. You're a good this communicator. Is Great communicator. Great insight. Now we're laughing. Yeah. We're, we're good. Let's get into the, the viral clip. Yeah, going viral. Yeah. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. sir. So, yo. Uh. So, I was scrolling through, twi- through Twitter a couple years back, right? Me and King Sully. King Sully had like like 10,000 followers. I, I peaked out at 12.5. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. But like. What were you tweeting to get to that? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just. I, I woke up. Nah, like I remember <laughs> some it. some girl dipping. She's like, "How do you have twelve point five? I'm just like, "Yo, I'm King Sully, dog." Nah, I did not say that because <laughs> I, I didn't even go by King Sully, but I just said, "Yo, I'm just that guy," you know, back in high school. But yeah, we were scrolling on we were on scrolling Twitter on Twitter, <laughs> and we came across a video. Yeah, man. It's just a white guy. <laughs> a white guy just dancing to. I don't even remember what the track was. He was just dancing. It burn, a, a, burn a boy track. Burn a boy track. He was dancing mm. a burn a boy track, and he was smooth. You know, he was going with it. He was like, "Oh, so fluid." Oh. I was like, "Okay, okay." Going <laughs> well. And like the caption on Twitter, it was like, "This guy just ended racism." Yeah. I'm going to end racism. Damn. <laughs> Bro, this is the guy that was in the video. So I'm like, during the during when we post this, we're gonna have the clip. You guys are gonna see it as I'm talking right now. There's going to be a clip. So, like, I'm going to just keep talking some nonsense right now as the clip is going. <laughs> Feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, the- okay. <laughs> so, yo. Mm-hmm. How, like, you basically went viral at that point. Yeah. Like, can you let us know kind of, like, how that happened? Yeah. That was an interesting day. Like, so, when I got introduced to Afrobeats through AC Mensa, like, we did, like, a concept video. It was, like, I think 10 of us. All guys, her, she choreographed the thing. That was, like, our first introduction to, to Afrobeats, even though it was, like, a Bungie Garland song, which is, like, more Soka-esque. Um, we, she basically wanted to bring a lot of us under her wing to say, like, I want to start a company called Black Stars, like, a dance company, and then she would still have, like, her AC Mensa creations, which... She's, like, probably one of the cleanest dancers, choreographers. I have the utmost love for her. Um, She's been, like, a big... She's influenced me a lot through the ages. Um, That particular segment, which I think was in the Drake Hotel, we got asked to basically come out and support, um, like, a fashion show. Mm -hmm. And they rented out the whole upper portion of it, so, like, the open patio, and there's, like, a tiny little, like, circular, circular bar... Um, and just to come out and vibe. And they gave us, like, some shirts to wear, and they're just like, listen, we're going to play good music, all Afrobeats the whole entire night, just session, that's it. As soon as we started sessioning, literally, a, like, a swarm of people just came around, just phones out. 
And this is like when Instagram was slowly building and then before like the crazy algorithms that they have now where you need to pay money to actually do stuff. Um, oh, that's why we... That's why we're shaking that's it. That's why we're shaking it. <laughs> we'll talk, shaking we'll, it, We'll yeah. talk about off-camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cool, cool. Um, but... Yeah, the phone started coming out and then people just started like recording it. But again, like we're used to it. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily play into that particular side of it. Um, it's just, it's natural. Like as a performer, you want people to watch. If they're like literally in your face and they're not saying nothing, I will slap your phone <laughs> away. Give, give my you. elbow. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like now you're in my space. You kind of have to like, yeah, there yeah. was one person that literally asked once mm-hmm. through my whole entire 10 year career. One person literally came up to me and like, yo, can I film you at a party? I'm like, I respect that. Um, you told them yeah or no? Well, I'm like, I'm right there. I'm like, I'm gonna be like, no. I mean, like, just put it in their phone and then it's just awkward and they're right? just staring at me like, well, everyone else is filming and I'm the idiot that asked you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, but it's like very organic. Like, nothing was planned. Nothing was choreographed. Mm-hmm. And we did like a segment where it was like more to the side of the patio. And then that's one segment that went viral. Um, and then we did a thing outside where he's just playing music. And we're just doing like an easy follow along. My boy Martin Premps is literally just leading it. It was me... Martin, Percy, and AC just sessioning, doing what we do. And then you look to your left and your right, and people mm-hmm. are just following us because it felt just like a dance class that we teach. Jeez. And that one clip hit Twitter for like, I think like 10,000 or like 70,000 retweets. I don't Damn. even have Twitter. Like, I'm literally getting screenshots from Damn. my friends. And then, um, like, I think Voice of Congo picked it up, Chop Daily, NWE Worldwide, uh, World Star. Like, literally, all these massive platforms picked it up and just kept resharing it, resharing it, resharing it to the point where, like, I think I got close to three or 4,000 followers within a day oh, and just kept man. building and building. Like, you literally swipe, and it just keeps going. Damn. But my personality, I'm not built around that. Like, if you take that... Like, I don't even consider that as an accolade. If you take all that shit aside, I'm the exact same person outside of the Instagram stuff. Mm-hmm. The same way I don't do no fake, funny stuff, no fishy shit. Um, <laughs> we know how that yeah, yeah. goes. Of course. Um, but yeah, it's that meme has been around for seven years. Yeah, bro. I remember. I, I were we in high school? How old are you? Seven years ago. Twenty six. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I'm thirty two, turning thirty two. Okay. So like about six years. So you guys are probably would have been. What is this? Twenty fourteen. Uh, 2016. Oh, no, we're out, we're out of high school. Out of high school. Yeah, 2016, yeah. 2017, maybe? Give or take? True. No, we're out of high school. Yeah. My math could be wrong on that, but I would have to double check. But yeah, almost every year it would get reposted somehow. Like, I was Agent Ross going to Wakanda when Black Panther mm-hmm. came out. <laughs> I was one of the coaches for the French team, like Damn. the first FIFA come around, because yeah. every player there was from a part of Africa. Of course. Fox. Um, yeah, dog. That's actually ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Ha- like, just just because, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're it, good. It's like, like you get to choose based mm. off your, your family, like your parents. Is that how it goes with the World Cup stuff? I, I mean, most of the players are born in France, well, they're right? They're born in France. So it's like they're, they're French, right? <laughs> okay, but I thought that you okay. just need like a passport. Actually, it could be that as well, just because FIFA's rules are more relaxed. So it's like if you have. Because they can buy players, like they, they forecast yeah. it like three, four years ahead. So if they know that somebody's playing in a particular league, mm-hmm. they'll be like, well, we'll bring you over. Just we'll... I, I Honestly, I don't know. I haven't watched FIFA in a very... I didn't even watch this one. I literally just watched, like, the last game. That last game was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Great. Great game. Congrats, Argentina. Messi the goal? 
Yeah. Oh, oh, I feel like you're a Ronaldo fan. No. I'm, yeah. I'm actually a Ronaldo fan. I'm Ronaldo Brazil. Like old, oh, like yeah, old, like yeah. chubby, chubby, <laughs> bald head. Fat Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. yeah he, he, he's my favorite guy. player. I mean, you can decode that many goalies and literally he Bro. like stops the ball, waits. And then he goes back. The yeah. man runs towards it and just like chips it in. Yeah, now nah, he's... That's just cocky. <laughs> I used to like Ronaldinho and then he flopped at FIFA. But like... <laughs> now the Brazilians are amazing, man. It's in their DNA. That's in their DNA. Literally, man. man. It's like gener- generation after generation playing soccer and stuff. But, Fox. but yeah, that that's that's towards the meme. Mm-hmm. It's been around seven years. It got reposted again. I was the royal family kid at one point when the royal family <laughs> left England. That is fucking crazy. Damn. <laughs> no shit. There's been some funny ones. Um, funny enough, there hasn't been like any dark ones. And like even when you actually scroll through like some of the comments on Facebook and stuff, mm-hmm. people are very positive towards it. Yeah. Like, there's maybe a small percentage of, like, well, culture vulture or this or that. I'm a spectator and just somebody who appreciates the culture. By no means am I claiming anything towards it, nor do I need to justify that. Like, but again, like, people will be ignorant. They might not know certain things. And that's just kind of like they put themselves in a bubble. And that is what it is. But if you talk to me or you see me out and they ask me certain questions, a lot of time they get it. Of like course, they, bro. they understand the energy that I kind of bring to it, which is very ironic because you just, you never know. It's because people don't like context. <laughs> people just True. like to talk and like to get whatever they're thinking out. Like it fucking matters, but it really doesn't. Like at the <laughs> end of the shit. day, bro, at the end of the day, this man is connected with people that are, you know, that have shown you everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... Who am I? Like, who? Like, let's say we brought you on here and we're like, man. Yo, we don't reach you. Like, fam. we don't reach you. <laughs> like, you're a culture vulture. Yeah, man. You're fucking up the culture and shit. And it's like, am I even immersed in that culture? shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, like he's, I, been I, Ga- I listen, he's been to Ghana. He's been to Ghana, though. There's, there's like, Ghanans who haven't been to Ghana. Haven't been back. Yeah. So think about that. So he's, he's, he's well versed with culture. Like, yeah, man. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny you say that because, like, there was one instance where we were performing downtown at the harbor front. I don't know if you guys know, there's like a big like 360 stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I know yeah, the stage. And like yeah, the dude, like talking. a lot of like international, because mm-hmm. a lot of tourists, right? Yeah. Right, right. So like they have like all these international days. The Albert where, one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. With the, the, the massive tarp and stuff on yes. the top of it. Mm-hmm. Um, we performed there once and we had like a half hour set and we're like drenched, like drenched. So we go into our thing just to change. I'm standing outside and like some, some like, I think they were from somewhere in Europe. They had like very heavy accents. They come up to me and they go, that was very good. And they're like, but they're kids and stuff. But then like the lady leans in. She's like, why Why do you dance like them? So in my head, I just went flush white. And I'm like, what do you mean them? Like I'm, I'm just trying to pull it out. Like, yeah. okay, say what you need to say. Yeah. And she's like, she's kind of like pointing to, to like the tent or whatever. And I'm like, what are you trying to say? <laughs> and then she got really awkward. And her husband's like, no, no, no. Like we don't mean it like that. But it's like, no, that's exactly how you meant. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and and I just looked at him and I'm like, "Don't you think that that kind of a makes you sound racist, ignorant, Definitely. and you don't necessarily know?" But then I also have to think about context. Like, if I cuss them in front of their kids, what is it, what image is that really going to paint? That doesn't on, on the people that you're with, exactly that you're representing. Yeah, that he's a bud man. <laughs> Spitting the kid's face, right? <laughs> three hundred kick the father. Holy. You're going to learn today. That's tough, man. That's tough. But it, that, that's the only instance. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like... You Most don't... people show love. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it doesn't come from... An, it, do, it doesn't have any ill intent. 
because it comes from a, a genuine, a genuine love for mm-hmm. it. Like if you're capitalizing on a particular culture where it's just for you, then there's a problem. Oh, we know those ones. No shit. We know people like that. It's okay, man. Yeah, it's okay. I feel like but this is about to turn dark with nah. you guys. <laughs> nah, we're gonna hold off. You ever you ever see those vids on uh, YouTube? Like it's a lot of shorts nowadays, and it's like it'll be like a white guy. He'll be dressed in like a, a dashiki oh, or like a, a an Asian like a an ethnically Asian outfit. I don't know what it's called. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, but he'd be dressed like that, and then he'd be going up to like. Like regular, like the regular population in Toronto, not Toronto per se. Right. And then they'd, they'd be like, "Yo, why are you wearing that? Like, why do you think you should wear that?" Blah blah blah. blah. Mm. Then he'll go up to the actual yeah. people in the culture. Like, he'll go down to China wearing the thing, Word. and he'll ask the locals, "Yo, how do I look?" And they'd be like, "Ah, you look beautiful. You look yeah. nice. Thank you for wearing this." And then when I saw that, I'm like, "Yo, who's really getting mad at stuff?" Like. Who's really, yeah. who's really True. getting cheese? Yeah. And he'll he'll go to Africa. How do I look in a dashiki? And they'll be like, Ah, you look great. I, you know, tapping on Ta- the yeah, appreciative, sure. yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it's like, who's getting mad here? <laughs> if the people who literally get yeah, from the, yeah, the yeah. culture, literally living in the country where everything originated from, are happy, why do like? I guess the Western the Westman. Why do we have the most say? Why are we the most cheese? Because we're just spoiled little brats. I, I, it's just something I never understood. <laughs> yeah, that's I a hard know. one. Yeah. It's like personally, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have an, a, a real opinion on stuff like that because nah, I'm not even in, in, like. It's like they feel threatened, most. right? Like, I don't know. I guess I don't know. It's like, why is he wearing that shit? But it's like, or it's like it's only meant for somebody. Who's That's from, from, yeah. yeah. Mm. But then it's like, if you go to Jamaica, there's a lot of Chinese people that migrated there True. and have businesses and then they yeah. have offspring. And then it's like, these kids speak fluent Patois, know the culture, know literally every little nuance, go to the clubs, go to the parties, go to school. And then when they do something that's specific from the culture and they go somewhere else, they automatically get... It's like, I'm going to judge them. And yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, buddy, yeah. I'm not even Jamaican. <laughs> I'm Grenadian mm. and I didn't grow up in Grenada nor did I grow up in Jamaica so like who am I to actually tell a Jamaican even though he's Chinese oh, shit. like <laughs> or sorry I don't know if I yeah but like who am I to tell him y'all you shouldn't be doing this like it's kind of I don't like it's something I've never really understood True. I know? think at some point if you're if you're if your automatic mentality is to judge that tells me a lot about you and like that means that you don't find comfort within yourself to be like, just let this person be. If they look like an idiot, let him be an idiot. <laughs> if they look or feel racist, let the yeah. world deal with him. Like, True. if something comes off or somebody else doesn't like it, then the confrontation or the conversation will happen right then and there. But if you're automatically jumping to conclusions and just saying like, well, you're wrong for doing this and this, you don't know. That person could have grew up in that culture, literally True. lived there the whole entire life, came here for a vacation... And it's literally going back, and it's like, it, it's always a catch-22. If you speak your mind, people are like, well, you can't give me your two cents back. You just spoke your mind. Like, nobody told you to tell me whatever you needed to tell me. Now I'm going to give you my two cents. Yeah. You can't just say it. And then I think that's where, like, 
the social media shit, it gives too many people of like a platform. Like if you guys <laughs> yeah. have somebody that's For like sure. crazy on here, and then people are like, "Yo, you, why are you having this guy on?" They're definitely yeah. say that to the man's face while he's here. Yeah, I bet yeah. you anything the confrontation is going to be like, "Well, you're not going to say shit." Nope. But like Twitter fingers and like everyone's hiding through the camera, they are behind the screen. They know there's no consequence. Nah. Like, what are you gonna there's do? No block real them? Consequence. Yeah. yeah, real shit. What did you say? If, uh, if people were more confrontational, the world would be a better the place. The world would be a little better, man. Nah, she's right, man. Yeah. She is right. Because just speak your people, mind. Yeah, yeah. But people are but scared to do time, that. It's, yeah, it's like it might come off aggressive, and then they're gonna be scared of you. And but it's people, just, I, yeah, I but don't it's real. Really feel like yeah, but I feel like the people complaining don't actually really like. Some of them don't actually even care. They just want to talk. They just want to talk. They want to hear themselves Mm. talk through it. True. Like, yeah, everyone has their two cents to it. Yeah, man. You ever had that feeling where it's like you're hearing somebody talk and all you can think about is just like, just shut the fuck up. Like, (laughs) nobody wants to hear your opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This conversation needs nothing (laughs) else added to it. Yeah. Yeah. Just nice, man. No, you're right. Still, I hear that every day, man. I hear people chatting and I'm just like, just shut the fuck up, (laughs) Like, I'll be like, why are you even talking right now? Like, and you just know, like, some people would say something and it would, like, bait them. And I know this idiot is going to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to just walk away. Yeah. Or just like, put, put my earphones in, you know? I don't know, man. Not everyone needs to talk, bro. Sometimes it's it's, it's better to just listen. <laughs> to just listen. It's my da- My dad taught me that. Just said, just listen, fam. Just listen, bro. Mm. He didn't say fam, but... <laughs> he said, listen. He's like, yo, just... You don't have to talk. I mean, I talk still. Like, I could talk. But, like, as of the last couple of years, I've been very quiet. Like, I don't really care to speak as much anymore. Unless it's, like, brought to my attention. But yeah, I'll just... unless you're talking to me. Yeah. It's like, imagine I say, yo, what's yeah. up? And I just look at you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, where's this guy's conversational skills? Like your basic conversational it's not yeah. there, right? It's not relevant. Yeah. But yeah, man, I'm I'm more I'm more in tune now. Like I don't really care to speak, to lead the conversation. F off. I don't care. You know what I mean? So that's the thing, bro. When you when you sit back and realize like a lot of you don't actually you, a lot of people it's, it's, it's useless. Myself combos. included, I don't really give a shit. <laughs> No, 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 hold up, hold up. Most people you don't give a oh, rat's man. ass. Shout give me some. Shout out Mr. Lee. Actually, nah. Bun Mr. Lee, bro. He failed me. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't fail him. But yeah, That's shout out to him for that. But, but at the same time, bun him. Yeah, He's yeah. definitely watching this podcast. Hopefully, man. Speak. Definitely not watching this podcast. <laughs> he, and if he is, Mr. Lee... <laughs> <laughs> You'll always be my dog, yo. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill me. That guy, I don't know. But, Damn. Yeah. But yeah, man, you're right. Yeah, bro. Sit back and relax Sit and, back just, and listen, just listen, bro. Because, yo, if a person talks too much, you will you don't even have to say anything anymore. You'll just see that they're dumbass. Mm. Yes. <laughs> That's it. I agree. Facts. Yeah, man. I have a question. Yeah, for sure. No, that but can't worms here. Mm. What do you think of the Toronto dance scene right now? Oh. That's Shout a, out Reggie behind the camera. That's a great question still. That's a hard question because, like, yeah. I'm biased in terms okay. of... Like, are you talking about, like, the hip-hop stuff? Do you dance? Or do you know, like, people... I, I used to, but I'm, I'm kind of out of it now, so... So, I, I'm coming from Vancouver. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of dance with, like... The North yeah, North Studio and stuff? Studio, Studio. Not Studio North, Studio 604. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, and then later on, like, Prestige, which, you know what happened with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man, just give us your general input on that. Like, are we going in a good direction in terms of... 
like dance wise? Dance wise. Um, that's a hard one because like coming from the dancehall and Afro side, the hip hop scene has been not like super foreign to me, but like it's gravitated more towards. There's a lot more studios now, and like. Mm-hmm. The studios don't necessarily focus on the cultural side or the community side. It's more just the choreography side. But then what's the end goal? Like, is it for people to get enough training for them to go tour somewhere? Is it for them to just have training because it's fun? Is it more competitive? Um, That I've never really understood in terms of people just wanting and having their own personal goals. Um, The Afrobeats community and the dancehall community coming out of COVID... It's been up and down. There are some very prevalent teachers in in the city that like they hold it down. Um, but like a lot of the OGs that I grew up with, they've kind of migrated to other stuff or they've left the city because they realize like the opportunities are that much more bigger and you can make more of a name for yourself. Um, I'm a strong believer that if you want something, like go to the source, but then also try to find your own stance on it don't do what next man is doing like if you're gonna open a studio yeah if you're gonna open a studio if you're gonna do something it has to feel different it can't be like the cookie cutter thing that somebody else already did like millennium complex came here and within two three years literally went down because they couldn't do anything with it they had a massive platform Mm -hmm. to basically utilize and they brought down some 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 dope choreographers to come down to teach but then after a while just it it went downhill and then they had issues with their rental facility and like and again this is not to put shame on them or to like bring them down but it just the care for the industry and the care for the community i think sometimes gets lost I don't know much about the studios themselves, but because they've been, A, filling their classes, some choreographers are absolutely dope. Some people, I think, should get more training and more on the resume. Like, I come from the generation where it's like, I can't take from, I take, I can't take class from somebody that's just a dope dancer. Like, I need to feel and know that you did stuff that somebody literally put money in your pocket to say, yo, you're dope, you get hired, this is your resume. Versus just teaching steps. And I think that's where it kind of gets lost sometimes. That if you want to teach your friends, by all means. But then once you start going into that particular professional setting and you're getting people to literally pay you for that type of service, it can't just be movement. And it can't be a regurgitation of somebody else's movement because it gets watered down. It needs to be yours and you have to sit in that pocket for long enough where you can... A, find yourself. Like, you guys have been doing this for almost a year. Yeah. And as you guys kind of go through it, you slowly start to realize, like, what's your role? What's your role? And how it meshes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where it it doesn't necessarily feel like you guys are stepping on each other's toes, but, like, you're bringing out the personality within yourself to add to the podcast. What I'm seeing in the dance industry is, like, you'll get a version of you, but then a younger one that's been, like, trying to learn from you for a long time. And then they're doing the exact same thing. They start a podcast. And then somebody else from them starts another podcast. Mm. So it becomes just literally a watered-down version of you, but, like, generational when it comes to it versus, like, finding your own stuff. Like, I'd rather people take massive risks and fail and try to figure it out versus anything like that. Is that kind of... No. No, that that answered it. Mm. Well, do you think, like, social media and, like, TikTok and all these TikTok dancers kind of... Oh, it's corny as fuck. Like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I, I don't really like it. Is. 
Garby. Yeah, yeah. Garby. I, like they get a sample and then they just start doing some little dance. That's like, not even. That, is that even like what is that? They don't move their feet. Not at all. Yeah, they're just like, like to me that ain't even. They're really doing some dancing. bullshit. You have them teaching on like big platforms now for some reason. But it's, I think I think a lot of like the the business Clout. side. People put precedence more on the business side rather than like the actual quality of it. So if you have quality that comes first, the business side will follow. They will already come oh, with a following itself. 100%. If you focus primarily on the business side, they're looking at like somebody tried to book me and they're like, "Can I see your Instagram?" I'm, I'm just thinking that like they just want to see like mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. They're like, "No, I'm looking at your followers." I'm like, "What?" So you're trying to book me based off of my followers? Like I said no to that because it's a because in their mind they think the followers and the engagement add up. No. Right. But they think that they're automatically going to somehow fill their seats for something. There's so many artists now that have two, three million followers. They can't sell out a tour. No. Because nobody gives a shit. Yeah, bro. Uh, and yeah, like right. TikTok. Strong. People are just following them off of maybe like antics and shit like that. It's not necessarily about like the music. Yeah. It might not be about True. the dancing. It might just be about maybe they do little corny TikTok shit and they grew up there. I can't do corny. If, if you don't perform on, like, live stage and you don't feel the feedback from the audience, your friend's going on your TikTok and pressing like and sending you a bunch of heart emojis. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. That's easy. Try to prepare for a show. Dance for a show. The amount of rehearsals. Go on stage without fucking up. Keeping that energy alive. And then hearing the crowd. Like, you have to kind of bridge the gap. And I think with us having so many screens around and ironically enough we're on camera right now talking about this stuff but like (laughs) it there needs to be a level of quality that people aspire to have before they slowly start to like go into that because now you're stepping on toes that people have been doing it for like 15-20 years that are some of the best in the biz and like they've put their heart and soul not just for them to make ends meet but for for them to open the door for these people that now have the opportunity True. to understand what dance hall, what Afrobeats is on that type of scale. Yeah. And it's it's kind of heartbreaking sometimes watching like all these TikTok dancers or like even Instagram people, they get so much notoriety and they get these massive bookings or like an artist will come here and they're like, I want to get, I want to book this person because that's the first person on my feed. If your quality doesn't match that, and there are people that do have the the, the amalgamation of both. But when you don't, I think it's their responsibility to say, I'm not ready yet. Don't just take the opportunity and run with it. But nobody will do that because it's automatic. Like, well, I feel stupid for, for saying no to open for this artist because it's like, well, this opportunity for me to learn and do all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's kind of hard, though, because like, yeah, you're right. They're not going to say no. Well, there's money involved. right? I don't, well, I think that's the main part. Yeah. But it's sometimes, like, sometimes, sometimes okay, it's true. more like I'm just giving you the platform just for exposure. Yeah. Oh, so they'll probably take that as well, because in their minds they're right? like, "Yeah, this is what I need to do to, pr- to further myself out there." Exactly. But in my head, I'm like, if you get that opportunity, it's like everybody wants to dance for like a big. I'm just gonna use Beyonce for example. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the people that are doing choreography, a dream of theirs, not mine, but a dream of theirs would be to let's say back up for Beyonce or back up for Usher or those types of artists. They work so hard to get there. Mm-hmm. And then if you get it before you feel either not necessarily ready, but like you're at that caliber and they book you, are you really ready to put in that type of work for those, that type of artistry without the experience to, to be had on that? To dance in front of your camera is different. You can mess up, you can cut it, do whatever. 
that is no holds bar. You fuck up, you fuck up. There's like literally thousands of people literally filming you and zooming in on your face. And next thing you know, you become a meme in that. And it makes her look stupid. So it's like bearing that responsibility. Because I know you asked me this before, like what's it like to kind of dance or um, go on tour like Mr. Vegas? It's a perfect segue into the next topic. Perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's... Oh yeah, guys, he uh, he tours with Mr. Vegas. (laughs) If you don't know who Mr. Vegas is, Google him, bro. Look, I am blessed every day. Uh, I'm blessed. <laughs> I can't sing. Don't judge me. No, that's, oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah. he's one of the heart. Like, shout out Mr. Vegas, Francis International Bookings, um, Tabby Rockstar and the team, all the DJs. They're some of the most hardworking, passionate, driven individuals I've ever had the honor of being around like mr vegas is insanely talented he can sing he can write freestyle his sound checks are like literally when you hear a whole entire like stadium like rumble Mm -hmm. and for him to understand what it takes to actually bring out certain things in a crowd like that's that's a dying breed yeah that's true that's true you know and like he doesn't necessarily just do his music he understands that like you have to add a little bit of soca you have to add a little bit of afro you have to add he'll like throw in dmx sometimes because he knows that it's gonna get people riled up and you're gonna go home being like yo mr vegas played a dmx song and i went off and i'm not even that big of like a dancehall head Mm. but he doesn't do it to like he pays homage to music yeah and he talks in between that stuff and like it's he's performs bro like and to to be on tour with him not even being on the stages like he takes care of us he's genuine we'll have just like heart to hearts or just literally talking bare shit on the buses we were in costa rica for five days and like the rides back and forth from the venue to our hotels and stuff were like sometimes 40 minutes sometimes hour and a half sometimes just silence and we're all in the zone other times it's just little people trying to sing and mr vegas is hyping them up like yo you can sing right and it's like where he's telling stories about certain things and like there's so much wealth in that but to be a part of the team, you have to play your role. If you're backstage, you can't go up to Shensia or Ding Dong or anyone else and like, yo, can I get your autograph? Can I get a picture? Mm-hmm. I, would, I would ask Shensia for her autograph. Yeah, no. You can't go on I would have ran her, her bouncers, <laughs> like, legit, like, six foot eight guy. He literally pick you up and just like... Oh, even if you're part of the team, you're saying don't do that? Because it... it it is, it is not... It's not a good look either, I was thinking. Because you look like a groupie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you're like, working with them. You have to keep a level of professionalism. Yeah, but you're, you're part I of the team. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Because then they're like, yo, who's who's this cat? Like, whose camp are you part of? Like, you some, like, mm-hmm. random Joe Blow just got in backstage? Yeah, random. You know what I'm saying? Like, you kind of have to play that. And if but you yeah, be- but sh- show me that person after, though. Oh, like, you don't know Shansia? Nah. Buddy. Because <laughs> so, I just know based off his response. Oh, like, shit. Yeah. Introduce him, bro. Yeah. Cause he's, no, he's, he's yeah he's wilding right now nah but I, I hear what you're saying though for sure you know like it, it but you're right because there's been times where like I'll try my best, <laughs> I'll try my best now. <laughs> oh that's good yeah yeah <laughs> See, he sees her walk by just jaw right? drop no you have well, to keep like, it's like oh yeah yeah that's that's so and so okay cool cool yeah we're on the same team yeah, you, you know you just have to move like keep it greasy nah you have to man. you will, you will, like legit you will get like literally picked up and just oh that's you can't even get close. It's a risk I have to take. Okay. <laughs> I, nah, I see, I see what you're saying. But no, nah, and all jokes aside, you're right. Yeah. And that's something you got to actually... Well, did you learn that or was that something you just you felt you already knew from the jump? No, it you have... Because I'm assuming... Because that's your ego talking. 
Yeah, 100%. If you want something, that means that I'm not thinking about the person that hired me, the level of professionalism that I have to bring to it now. And like, I'm on their time. I'm not on my time where I'm like backstage. There's been times where like, we've opened for Alkaline and Movado here and Jamil, it's like four or five years ago. It was me, this guy, um, Indian Ravers, Dury, Tabby, Rockstar, and Blink Cadillac, which is like one of the originals from Cadillac Crew in Jamaica. He lives here now. And like, we opened for them. Alkaline, fully walking by. Movado with his camp. Damn. We have to keep, like, these are, these are artists that I literally grew up listening to. I'm a very big Mr. Vegas fan. But I also, I've never taken a picture with him on tour. Just because, like, we're working. Of course. And, like, he doesn't want to get, he's already getting bombarded with the fans. The fans and stuff. And True. it's like, you can't be a groupie on the stage. I can tell him that, like, I've listened to your music growing up. I'm this. And we can have that type of conversation. But outside of that, it's a respect thing. Right? And, like, for him to know that you're going to respect the camp first. And we all move as one. Because if somebody steps out of line, no one's going to tell you anything. It's just you slowly start to see the work kind of like dwindle out, mm-hmm. right? And it's like it's something that I think a lot more people need to kind of learn where play a role. Like nobody, no artist wants you to come up, be like, yo, can I get a picture? Have a conversation with them. And then you can say, yo, I'm a big fan, da-da-da-da-da. And like, that comes later though. Yeah. Okay, true. Because it breaks the ice because then it feels like you're not seeing them as an artist first. You're seeing them as just like a regular person, right? That's actually something that, you know, once this grows right. bigger, there's a, there's a chance we might have some people on that I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't believe this. But we can't even be like, oh my God, y'all. That's one of these. It's like, what's up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit. have to keep, like, keep yeah. it composed. That's, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's something I've never really thought about. No, I, actually, I think about that bear still. Yeah. Because yeah. like, how are you going to come off to them, you know? Like a fucking waste man? A like, waste man, basically. Can't have that. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, nah, chill. It's like, what's up, man? Nice to meet you. Yeah. Or however you, you know, would do it with them. But that that will carry you a lot farther because mm-hmm. they know that, like, you don't necessarily view them a particular way. Like, you can be a fan. Of course. But you also don't necessarily need to... It's like all those Instagram posts of artists, like, fans running up to them. And they're like, yo, can I get a picture? And they're like, nah. Like, I literally just came from an interview at 6 a.m., bro. Like, I just want to get into my van. Yeah. They close the door. Mm-hmm. And then they get flagged as, like, well, this person's a jackass because they mm-hmm. wouldn't take a picture... Nah. They're a human. Like, yeah. They have every entitlement to basically say no to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can't get mad. If you feel a way, that's on you. Like, you don't know if they've maybe haven't slept at all. They just came off a flight. They had a busy ass day. They got 20 fucking promoters ringing up their managers trying to get dates out. Like, you just don't know. You have to yeah, be conscious that's of that. True. You know, but like, yeah. To be a part of the, the Mr. Vegas team, like we're we're going to Brooklyn. For New Year's. Okay. To perform out there. And, like, it's... I think it's Ding Dong, um, Cranium, a few others that's out there. But um, it's a blessing. Like, keep your head down. Stay humble. Work hard. Don't make mistakes. Pay attention. And just keep it moving. Because once you slowly start to feel like you're your top dog or you got to bring it oh, down. Tony humble. Yale. You go ahead, hum- play your role. Bro. Because, like, remember who pays your bills. Because without that person, <laughs> yeah. nothing would be possible. And That's if true. you burn that bridge, yeah. just know there's not going to be a lot of bridges that will be able to be built after that. You know, yeah. You'll tarnish your name, 
with him. You, I'm just gonna tell everyone else, yo, don't fuck with this guy. Yeah, you'll be blackballed essentially. Hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's the that's the message of the fucking episode, yo. Play your fucking play role. your role, man. Stay in your Come lane, on, man. And yeah. show appreciation to the show ones who paved the way for you. Hundred percent. Real shit. It gets you a lot farther. Jeez, that was well said, man. Bro, you probably meet a lot of people, man. Like a lot of like famous people, but you can't even like. No, I to show out like that. I I feel like probably for you right now, it's it's played out. It's like I'm not gonna be. Oh yeah, when I always I always like tell some of my close friends this, like you know those ones that get so excited for certain artists and they're like they'll line up for hours to get tickets yeah, mm-hmm. I could never like and again this doesn't do go that. against do anybody yeah. I'm not trying to you know but um <laughs> I see them as a regular person you are not better than me you're not better than anyone in this room you are just talented in your own right you could do things that I can't and vice versa that is the only difference I don't care if you sell out shows I don't care if like you have a massive following it does not define who you are what you are or how yeah. you treat people that don't matter so like for me to be behind to be backstage to be around certain artists to see a lot of like the egos kind of walking around I literally it's just like another person just like walk by and it doesn't necessarily like phase me I've seen Alkaline three times backstage. We've seen Movado, Jamil, Ding Dong, um, Shensia, Stylo G. Uh, who else was there? His eyes just lit up when you said Shenzia. Spice. Um, <laughs> who else was there? There's oh, a bunch man. of other people. And that's not even like on the, the hip-hop tip. Like, True. But again, it, I'm built different from other people. If you are a fan and a groupie, by all means, act how you want to act. But if you want to be a professional in the line of work that I do, you have to stay level-headed. You can't let the clout get to you. Instagram get to you. That shit's fake. Oh, yeah, man. Whatever they post. Mm-hmm. This podcast is real. Everything <laughs> they post is real. Yeah, our shit's real still. That's it. We ain't got no reason to be fake, man. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, man. If you see them, you know, pull up in a Rolls Royce or like a Lambo... Oh, we definitely faked that. <laughs> <laughs> like as of as of like now, you know. You but. see the logo, and it's like, wait, hold on, wait, wait. why is it a Honda on the right? side? <laughs> oh man, that is funny. <laughs> That's a good clip, still, man. But yeah, Nas, man, I appreciate you, bro. Oh, I appreciate yeah, bro. that, bro. We've been talking about this for quite some time, trying to do yeah, this yeah, stuff. Bro, we've been trying yeah, to get man. this in the works for a minute. Yeah, he's a busy man, bro. He's he's touring with Mr. Vegas. Like, what can I say? I can't get this guy on whenever I feel like this is now. Even you, you coming here, utmost respect. We, still. Yeah, seriously, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you no, for no, coming no. on. Man. I I appreciate the fact that you guys a keep it real. The content is it's genuine. It's just like a conversation. Yeah, it, it, does, it doesn't feel like you're trying to like yeah. pull information or like sound bites out of people. No. Um, and that goes a long way. The sound bites will come, bro. Oh, he's we good. don't have to pull that out, like. Oh, oh we're, oh, we're greasy? Oh, okay. No, cool. it's not even that. Oh, I'm just okay. saying, like, <laughs> the content, like, yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. of the sound clips come from what you do. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're bringing people on because of what they do. Yeah. If what you're doing is sick and greasy, it's going to be clips. You're going to have interesting things to say. I don't have to force anything. You if you ain't got nothing up. to say, you're not going up. Yeah, facts, bro. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. If you don't want to talk, just don't even holler. Like, straight up. Real shit. Yeah, man. You guys excited for the one year? 
Yeah. I yeah. mean, well, yeah, I am, yeah, for sure. I actually got to look at, like, when the, the account was made still. It might be February or March. I don't know. Okay, so, oh, so it's, it's, like, two, three months. Now. It's yeah, appearing. Yeah, it's close, yeah. yeah. Put a little calendar on. date. This one we started, first up. What are you guys going to do for it? I don't know, man. Yeah, well, ju- judging by the, you know, the decor. They're empty, though. <laughs> yeah, judging by the decor, we might have to celebrate somehow. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll but I'm not that. even trying to drink, man. I'm on like a fucking conscious. It's not a real cleanse. Me right too, now. eh? Yeah, it's, it's 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 tough, man. But you have to do it, man. You have to reboot your consciousness. You don't really drink too much, though. I don't, but I can. You know what I mean? But does it make it harder with like friends around, like smoking and drinking and I, stuff? And my the, my the setting, like my work setting, is basically like my friends now. You know what I mean? And they're just they're in that like consumptions yeah. and I'm like they're like oh my gosh you're not drinking and I'm like nah they're like what's wrong with you and I'm I like nah that. I'm blessed man I'm it's trying to crazy though because it's like what's wrong with me mm-hmm. <laughs> not I'm trying just... to help myself what's bro what's wrong with me <laughs> you know what I mean but they respect it though of course well, so, well no choice, no choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh nah you're Fact. right still you but yeah respect it you got, I was gonna. I didn't want to do that. Stone. I don't want to put respect the bird back on. But style, man, you gotta you know? respect it. Put yeah, some I'm, respect on my name. You know what that I mean? Was a classic. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a little cleanse, man. You know, you just gotta keep pushing it, and you'll reap the you know the benefits eventually. It takes a couple months, but damn, once that kicks in, I'm just I'm fucking ready, dog. Yeah, you know, it's real though. The home the hormones will be optimized. <laughs> once it's optimized, then they're gonna go back to Ethiopia. <laughs> get the solar exposure. Oh, I'm out here. Come back. I'm enlist for for crazy. for yeah yeah. I'm ready still, for sure. Nobody wants the cancer sun in Toronto. <laughs> nah, no, the, sun, the, the sun's not, not even the same. same. You actually have to go to like tropics, man, to really like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like to I mean, really. Do you, do you like sunburn? Like you get burned? Oh, bro, ten minutes, I'm gone. Oh, but you have to build up to it still, even for like your skin tone. Obviously, 10 minutes, but every day. You know what I mean? And then eventually, you know, you'll build you'll up that. Like you'll build you'll, you'll build up. Nah, your, I'm going to look like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you'll build up your solar callus, though. But it goes deep, man. That's a whole health talk. Like, yeah, this is dancing. You know what I mean? Like, we keep it on, on the topic. Yeah, bro. You mm-hmm. know? Got anyone to shout out? Anybody yeah, to, you know, pay some respects to or do whatever you want to do? I feel Any like last words? Last words. Follow, reshare, subscribe. Um, no, I'm just I'm honored to to share my story. Of course, man. Um, so we do, man. We bring people on. They talk their shit, man. Yeah, literally. That's it. They talk their shit. They enjoy it. It's authentic, it, yeah. and it's it's not about like specific, like I've done like other interviews and like podcasts and stuff, but. There, there's a way to kind of like help funnel the conversation mm-hmm. and you guys do it very organically where it doesn't feel forced or again like it needs to <laughs> now that's his head growing right? a little bit bigger <laughs> he's like he's like yeah we're doing that <laughs> um yeah for sure but no i'm blessed i'm 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 blessed with my life i'm blessed where my life is going there's a lot of like newness to it i'm feeling good about a lot of things that are kind of happening. There's a lot of question marks, but I'm learning to embrace whatever yeah, happens. Man. Yeah, like, I'm just, I, I'm very grateful with my life. I'm very grateful with my friends, relationship, with how I want my life to be, 
like similar to how your wellness stuff. Of course, yeah. I've I don't really drink that much, like if at all. I quit smoking. Almost it's gonna be almost a year. That's good, man. So all you people that smoke weed around me, fuck you. <laughs> I miss the smell. Um, you know what's crazy? So, like, I've never smoked weed before, right? Oh, shit. Yeah, but I love the smell of weed. Really? It's so weird. Like, I actually just want to have, like, you know, like a fucking whatever, Deagle, whatever the fuck it's called, and just light it and just smell just that. Split. Uh, yeah, I already want to just get the nug and like yeah, the and nug just, on fire yeah, like, like I just, I, yeah, basically, I just love this. Give him like a bunch of roaches. Broski, give him some roaches like I love the smell of it. It's it's it's, it's good. I would I don't re- I don't really want to smoke it though. <clears throat> See, I'm the I'm the I'm similar to that where I like the smell, mm-hmm. but I hate the smell that like stays on your clothes the after. Lingering, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that's annoying. The, the dank. Yeah. It's actually annoying. <laughs> and then you try to cover up with cologne, Josh. but you still smoke. Now you smell no, cologne weed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was that's... fucked up, bro. Because it used to mix in with the dank smell. It was not a <laughs> it good smell. Like it, it, was, it was its own smell. It was its own smell after, yeah. It was, yeah. It was nasty. I'm glad we grew up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we grew up. That's it. Damn, man. Nice, man. Thank you again. Yes, sir. Appreciate you for, having, like, for coming on, sharing your story, man. Oh, of course. Listen, guys. Uh... Follow, follow us, him. man. Follow follow Nas first. Oh, yeah, of course. It's going to be right here. Uh, I don't know if you want to say. Don't have it. Okay. We'll find it. <laughs> I think it's like, I am Nas. Actually, I'm not going to say it. Shout out my guy, Nas. Yes, sir. Nas. <laughs> it's Nas. Nas. Not bad. Chill like on. the rapper. Yeah. yeah. But I can't rap. It's all good. He can dance, though. Might be a little better. Yeah. I Il- think Illmatic I think so. is one of the sickest albums, though. Illmatic, Stillmatic. Uh, life is good. Life Amen. is great. Listen, guys. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Please and we're thank here, you. man. TikTok, we're here. Instagram, we're here. Shaking It Podcast for everything. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're there, too. Shaking It Podcast. Stop sleeping on us, guys, man. They're hibernating, man. We got, we got the heavy hitters in, you man. Real shit. Come on, bro. This guy's talented. You're guys not. Talented, you guys aren't dancing like him, bro. You guys aren't busting it down like this man right now. You guys aren't climbing uh, on 14 feet. Speakers, oh, tama, right? tama, I don't do that. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Nobody trying to break their back. Oh, man. I got old knees. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thanks again, man. Yeah, real sure. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, Shout sir. out our guests. Yeah. We got to wrap guys. it up, though, man. We shake it. Till we make it, man. Let's get it. Give me some yes, delight. Ah. Ah, let's go. Hey. <laughs> All right, bro. That's a wrap. Oh. That's a wrap. That was smooth, by the way.